Hey ladies, this is Leslie Tavernier. I'm a dark feminine love coach for women who are in love with the dark masculine man. And today I decided I'm going to do a part two. I felt the urge to do a part two on the topic of how to break the spell of rejection, abandonment, and unworthiness. I wanted to say some more about that. So I asked my audience if they had any questions that they wanted answered. And the first question that came up was from a lady that wanted to know about the origins of the wounds and the subtle ways that we reject or abandon ourselves. So I'm gonna talk about both of those. I'm gonna get into both of those because that's a lot and that's enough for uh, an entire episode. So, okay, rejection, abandonment, unworthiness, the origin of that. Um, usually it starts in, in childhood. And, you know, a lot of people say, like, everything that happened up to the age of seven, but, like, I think it's it's even beyond that. Like, I would say... Everything that happened in elementary school. Everything that happened in elementary school. So from kindergarten to grade eight. Um, for a lot of women, it, it, it leaves a it leaves a scar. It leaves a, a very deep scar. It leaves a wound. So for example, if you at any point in your formative years, your elementary school years, if you at any point were told by another child or by other children, whether they were your classmates or your cousins or your friends or what have you, if you were told that you're ugly, if you were told that you're stupid, if you were told that you have no common sense. If you were told that you can't do anything right, you, you're, you're doing everything wrong. You're just doing everything wrong. You can't do anything right. If you got punished, if you were severely punished by your parent or parents or some other adult figure or an, an older uh, family member. If you were punished for something that you really didn't deserve punishment for, you, you didn't actually do anything wrong, but in their mind you were wrong and they punished you and, and you felt unjustly punished or unjustly accused. Um, and, and, and even if, if, if what you did was wrong, but the punishment was, was so severe, like it, the punishment did not match the, the bad or wrong action, the punishment far exceeded the action. When these things happen, and especially if they happen repeatedly, and especially if you believe 
that what was told to you or what was done to you was true. So you believe that based on what was told to you, you are ugly. You believe that based on what was told to you, you are stupid. You believe that based on what was told to you, you can't do anything right. You believe that what was told to you is you're always doing things wrong and and you deserve to be severely punished. You, you deserve to go without. You deserve to be rejected. You deserve to be abandoned. If one or more of your parents left as you were a child, or if one or more of your parents were never there to begin with, they weren't there. Your father wasn't there. Or your father left very early on. And you don't you don't know why, or maybe you do know why. But the bottom line is he or she or both weren't there for you. And for the for a child. The most important human beings to a child are their mother and their father. Like that's the most important, like that's like, that's everything to a child. Because you're completely dependent on your mother or father or parental figure for your survival. Like you're literally dependent on them for your survival, for your, your nourishment, for your well-being. And if that person or persons left you, abandoned you, weren't there for you, you know, that, that like sets up an imprint of like, I'm I'm not important. I don't matter. Like the the person who is the most important to me, my mother, my father, they don't give a fuck about me. I don't matter to them. And they're the most important person to me. So once a child accepts that as true, now it be, it becomes their their default. Like now it's on automatic, you know, now you're an adult and it's like, it's on automatic. It's like the program is running automatically. And once the program is running automatically, then you automatically, through your subconscious mind, you automatically create scenarios, experiences, relationships whether romantic or financial business, because this this shows up in, in more than one arena. If, you, if you've got abandonment and rejection and unworthiness, I'm not important. I don't, I don't matter to the people I care about. The people I care about don't give a fuck about me. They won't protect me. You know, they won't care for me. They won't, they won't support me. They don't believe in me. They don't give a fuck. Once that is on automatic, like every romantic relationship that you enter into will be a replication of that and likewise every a business relationship whether whether you're an employee or you're, you're self-employed or you have a business like that program is still there 
And so you will feel like your, your audience, your clients, your boss, um, they don't like you. They don't value you. They don't give a fuck about you. It, that program will still like, it's like a, um, trying to think of the word here. Uh, it's like a, a xyloscope. Actually, no, that's, that's not, that's not quite what I'm wanting to say. I hate when I can't come up with a word that I want to use, but it's like, like, like once that program is installed, once you have the abandonment program, then it will, it will replicate itself in all arenas. It will figure out a way to replicate itself in romance, in finance, in, even in your health, like the state of your physical body, like it will find ways to keep on convincing you that it's true that you're worthless. Meaning you're not valuable to anybody. You're not valuable to anybody who you actually care about. You're not valuable to the people that you want to have in your life. They don't value you because the abandonment and rejection and unworthiness program is running constantly. Constantly. So what are the subtle ways that we reject or abandon ourselves? So the thing is, there's always voices playing in your head. There's always voices playing in your head. There's always, uh, there's always thoughts. There's always thoughts. And if you're constantly experiencing rejection and abandonment, then what you'll find if you pay attention, if you, if you, meditate and you go into observer mode and you just look at your thoughts without identifying as your thoughts or with your thoughts what you'll notice is that the majority of your thoughts the majority of your thoughts are in agreement with the idea that you're being rejected and you're being abandoned and you're not worthy you'll notice that and so the important thing to understand is that those thoughts do not represent all of who you are. They just represent a part of who you are. And, and some people refer to that as your egoic mind. Some may refer to it as your animal. Some may refer to it as shadow. So you don't have to get rid of the thoughts because trying to get rid of it is that will drive you insane <laughs> because there's so many of them and it's endless. Like it's like, they're just like, it's an endless outpouring of thoughts that confirm that you're being rejected and abandoned and you're not worthy of, of love. You're not worthy of abundance. It's not going to happen for you and you're powerless to do anything about it. So you have like, let's say 95% of your thoughts are, are arguing for that conclusion. So trying to get rid of them is just futile. You're not going to get rid of them. But what you want to do is just let them be heard. Because the thing is, as a child, 
when you started to take on the idea that you're ugly and you're stupid and you're worthless and you're powerless and nobody gives a fuck about you. Um, what, what that child really needed more than anything else at that time was to be heard. Was to be heard. And nobody was hearing that that child was in a great deal of pain. So you, you want to reparent yourself. You want to reparent yourself. You want to listen to that child without identifying as a child. You know, let, let the child, let the ego, let the shadow say whatever, let it, let it vent, let it curse, let it cry, let it scream, let it complain, let it bitch about how life sucks, about how you're not attractive, about how you're not smart enough, how you're not good enough, how you can never have the money that you want. Like, let it just like curse, vent, complain, bitch, you know, let it just release without judgment, without trying to convince it that it's wrong, just letting it like say what it needs to say and just hearing it, observing it, holding it being present with it with the voice that says, you know what? Um, you can't make the money that you want to make because you suck <laughs> because you're stupid, because nobody really likes you because you're a fraud. You're an imposter. You're just, you don't have anything really of value to offer anyone. And yeah. So you let that voice speak, you know, just like I, I did now you let it speak. But you don't like believe what it's saying, <laughs> even if it sounds incredibly convincing. Because I, I, I'll tell you right now, it is going to sound incredibly convincing. <laughs> but you just like understand that it's just a part of you. It's not all of you. It's just a part of you, a very wounded part of you, a very hurt part of you. But it's not all of you. It's not all of you. It's not all of you. And that's 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 the key here. That is the key. Because if you believe that that the thoughts that are in your head, the 95% of disempowering thoughts represent all of who you are as a being, um, then you'll stay stuck. You'll stay stuck in, in the realities, the appearances of rejection, abandonment, unworthiness. So there's, a, there's a, a greater part of you. There's a higher consciousness. Some would say your, your crown chakra. Some might call it peace or the peacekeeper. And, and this is the real you. Like this, is, this isn't just the little kid that got hurt in grade two or grade three or grade four. This isn't the child that was abused. This isn't the child that grew up without a father. This is the greater part of you that is is beyond all of your like human experiences. So after you you give your your ego, your shadow, your animal a chance to speak and be heard and be heard that's the important part and be heard 
Um, now you want to hear, well, what, what does my higher self have to say? What does my higher self have to say? What is the part of me that that is beyond all hurt, beyond all victimhood, beyond, beyond all rejection, beyond all abandonment, beyond all woundedness? What does that part of me have to say? Let, let, let's let that part of me speak. Let's let that part of me speak. Because if I'm just going to listen to the wounded parts of me, then I'm never going to experience anything better than what I've experienced thus far, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to keep, I don't want to continue staying stuck in this, in this nightmare. You know, I don't want to continue to be subconsciously recreating rejection and abandonment. Like that's, that's not, that's, that's not a, a enjoyable way to live life. It sucks. So we know what the ego has to say. We know what the shadow has to say. We know what the inner wounded child has to say. We've we've heard it. We understand it. And we have no judgment at all. You know, it's just total understanding of how that wounded inner child came to those conclusions. Okay. So what does the higher self have to say? <laughs> What does the hunger self have to say? So that's that's the first part is 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 knowing like that when that voice is in your head giving you all those conclusions, what part of you is giving you those conclusions? Is is this actually coming? Is your higher self agreeing that you're ugly? Is your higher self agreeing that you're stupid? Is your higher self agreeing that you're powerless? Is your higher self agreeing that you're unworthy and you're unwanted and you have no value? Does your higher self agree with any of that? No, it doesn't. It does not. It could never agree with those conclusions. <laughs> so what does your higher knowing have to say? about your value, your worth, your power, your importance to the people around you? What does your higher self have to say in regards to abundance? What does your higher self have to say? So that's for you to let your higher self answer because you, you already know what the wounded parts of you are saying. I mean, they're, they talk nonstop all day long, 24 seven. So we already know what they have to say, but what does your higher self have to say? So here are some things that your higher self might say to you and and the words that i'm going to use you know your higher self might use different words you know so i'm not saying that i know what your higher self would say i don't know what your higher self would say i don't fucking know um but it's definitely not what your egoic mind is saying it's definitely not what your shadow is saying that much we do know so your higher self would say something along the lines of you are unconditionally loved. 
You are infinitely loved. You are infinitely worthy. You are unconditionally worthy. You know, you are you are the the emanation of beauty. <laughs> like you are beauty itself. You know, you are beauty itself. You're the frequency of beauty. You're beauty itself. <laughs> you're not waiting on somebody outside of you to confirm whether or not you're beautiful. Like you, 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 you're beauty. You're emanating beauty. Your intelligence. You are infinite intelligence. You are infinite wisdom. You are unconditional love. You have unconditional love to give and unconditional love to receive. You are God. You are goddess. You are abundance. These are the sorts of things that your higher self would say. So you want to write these things down. You want to write it down. What does my higher self have to say about this relationship with my dark masculine man? What does my higher self have to say about my relationship with money? Okay, but before you even go to your higher self, let your wounded inner child speak first. Let them speak first because otherwise they'll try to interfere with your ability to hear your higher self. So let them speak. Let them have their say. Please let them have their say. And then bring in your higher knowing and, and let your higher self speak as well. What does your higher self have to say about this relationship? So your, your wounded inner child might be saying, this man doesn't give a fuck about you. This man is so mean to you. This man is such a fucking jerk. You do so much for him. You, you try to show him love in so many ways. And he treats you like shit. Or he threatens to leave. Or he does leave. You know? And so there you go. Rejection and abandonment again. So we know what your your wounded inner child has to say, you know, it's this is just this is just how it is, you know, you just keep on getting rejected and abandoned, you can never have the relationship that you want. What does your higher self have to say about this relationship? So there I think there was an affirmation that I I don't know if I shared it publicly. Maybe I yeah, I I did. At some point, I don't know if I shared it in a post or if I shared it in a live stream. I can't remember. But here's here's something that is in alignment with our higher known, and that is there is only love, peace, and harmony between my dark masculine man and I. That is a statement of higher knowing. It's not a statement of your egoic mind. It's not a statement of your shadow. It's not a statement of your wounded inner child. It's not, it's just like, no, it's, it's way beyond the bullshit. So the higher self, which is, which is greater than all of your human experiences, childhood experiences, it's, it's, it's greater than you, the personality. The higher self says there is only love, peace, and harmony between my dark masculine man and I. Okay, this 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 is 
spiritual truth. And yes, the there are many parts of you that are going to resist spiritual truth. And they'll say things to you like, uh, that can't be true. Look at how he treats you. Look how many times he insulted you. Look how many times he yelled at you. Look at how many times he verbally abused you. Look at how many times he threatened to break up with you. Look at how many times he did break up with you. Look at how many times he told you he does not want you. Um, how could that possibly be spiritual truth? Like, how could it be true that there's only love, peace, and harmony between you and this man? Like, the evidence does not confirm that. So higher knowing, higher consciousness doesn't give a fuck about 3D earthly evidence. It does not give a fuck. It does not give a fuck. It doesn't give a fuck. But as children, we weren't we weren't taught to listen to our higher consciousness. We weren't taught to trust our higher consciousness. Because we did hear it when we were little. We did hear it, but we weren't taught to trust it because the adults around us, the people around us, they had already stopped trusting their higher self. So they certainly weren't going to encourage you as a child to trust your higher knowing. If no one around you was trusting their higher knowing, nobody around you was listening to their higher knowing, nobody around you was even acknowledging that there's a higher knowing. It's, it's, it is going to take time. It is going to take practice. It is going to take commitment. It is going to take diligence. It is going to take patience for you to get to a point where you trust your higher knowing completely, completely. My higher knowing says there is nothing but love, peace, and harmony between my dark masculine man and I, and I trust that completely. Same thing with money. Ah, there's no money in my bank account. I'm broke. I have no food to eat. I'm not making any sales. Nobody wants to buy anything. Or I only make sales when I charge prices that are dirt cheap. I can never charge what I really want to charge because no one ever pays it. And so now I'm in crisis mode. Now I don't know when my next meal is, is, is coming. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent or the mortgage. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to starve. I'm going to be homeless. Because nobody gives a fuck about me. Nobody values me. Nobody's willing to pay me. Okay. So that's not coming from higher consciousness. There's no way that higher consciousness would speak those words. Okay. So it's, a, it's, it's another part of you that's wounded, that's speaking those words. And we're not going to judge those parts of you. We, we, we understand, we have acceptance for those parts of you that, you know, grew up in poverty, that experienced poverty, that experienced not having enough food to eat, that experienced bills not being, being paid, that may even have experienced being homeless.
So yeah, those parts of you, the, their worldview is is poverty, is lack, is struggle. That that's all they know. They don't know anything else. They haven't experienced anything else. That's all they know. So that's all they can talk about. And that's fine. That's fine. We're not trying to get rid of them. We just want to bring the light of higher consciousness into the picture. Okay, we want to bring the light of higher consciousness into the picture because that changes everything. We don't need to get rid of the child. We don't need to get rid of the ego. We don't need to get rid of the shadow, but we do need to bring in the light of higher consciousness. So the light of higher consciousness, what does that have to say? What does your higher self, higher knowing have to say about your relationship with money? What does it have to say? What it has to say is all the money that you need and desire is yours now. All of it. And yeah, your your wounded parts are gonna say, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I need this money right now and it's not here and it's not coming. And you know, I've tried to believe many, many times that it's it's there, even though I can't see it, it's there and it's gonna show up any minute now. But like that never happens and things just go from bad to worse. And so like I can't trust my higher consciousness, it's bullshit. I can't trust it. So that that distrust, it's in the tissues of your body. You know, it's it's a, it's resistance, it's contraction, it's tightness. It's I'm not I'm not going to trust higher consciousness because. I've been let down so many times. I've been disappointed so many times. I've been in so many fucked up relationships. I've experienced so many disappointments with money. I don't trust what my higher consciousness is saying. I think my higher consciousness is actually lying to me. Okay, that's where that's where a lot of people are at. So they they trust what your wounded parts are saying far, 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 far more than what your higher consciousness is saying, if you're even listening to your higher consciousness at all, which many people have given up on completely. So when, when you're in that situation where you're just like, I just, I, I want to trust my higher consciousness. I, you know, I, I want to, but I just, I don't, I just, I feel so broken. I feel so wounded that like, I just don't trust what higher consciousness is saying. I just fucking don't. And it's understandable because again, that that distrust is, is in your physical body. It's like, it's tightness, it's, it's resistance. It's like, no, I don't believe you. Like you're lying, like life sucks. And you can't, you can't like convince me otherwise, higher self, you can't convince me otherwise. So it does help to repeat affirmations that are in alignment with higher consciousness. And yes, your, 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 your body temple, your subconscious mind is going to put up a fight. It's going to resist. You can expect that to happen. Okay. 
it's going to happen. But if you, if you, if you persist, if you persevere with your affirmations of higher consciousness, then higher consciousness will prevail. Higher consciousness will prevail, prevail. The spiritual truth will prevail. Meaning that your 3D reality will shift. Meaning that the money will show up. Meaning that your dark masculine man will, will, will cherish you and adore you and worship you. And, and, he, and, and he'll do so with actions. <laughs> like his actions will demonstrate that that's how he feels about you. And you'll feel it because you've, su you've surrendered to higher consciousness, to higher knowing. So you won't doubt it. You won't go and you won't allow the wounded parts of you to convince you that he doesn't give a fuck about you. Like you won't, you'll understand that, okay, they're wounded. So that's all they know. And that's what they're going to keep on saying. But it's not the actual spiritual truth. The actual spiritual truth is this man loves me and I love him. And that's that. It doesn't matter how many arguments we've had. It doesn't matter all the drama that has taken place. Like none of that shit matters. Doesn't matter all the ways that he's insulted me. Doesn't matter all the ways that I've insulted him. None of that matters when I'm abiding in spiritual truth. Same thing with, you know, this person said that I'm ugly. This person said I'm stupid. This person said that. This person's like, these people insulted me. These people talk shit about me. That is, that's, that's not coming from my higher consciousness and it's not coming from their higher consciousness either their higher consciousness would never say these things to me or to anyone so i understand i understand that their 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 hurtful words their insults were egoic lies They're not spiritual truth. Their higher self would never say those words to me. Never. Never. So the, the work is to distinguish between your higher self, your higher knowing, and your egoic mind, your animal, your wounded parts, your wounded inner child, your shadow. You, you've got to be able to distinguish got to be able to distinguish because if if you if you if 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 you are not willing to listen to your higher mind if you're not willing to trust your higher mind if if you're just completely lost in your wounded mind your limited mind your disempowered mind then you're going to stay stuck in a reality that a reality that you don't like and that you don't want So you've got to start to listen to higher consciousness and you've got to start to trust it. And one of the ways to do that is through affirmations, through prayers, through reading um, spiritual passages that are in alignment with higher knowing, with higher consciousness, to listen to audios, audiobooks, YouTube videos, podcasts that are in alignment with higher consciousness, higher knowing like this one. You know, listening to people who you consider to be operating from their higher consciousness, from their higher knowing, 
being in the presence of people who are operating from their higher consciousness, from their higher knowing, these are the things that will shift you. These are the things that will help you to release the resistance, release the contraction, release the, the, the hook, the emotional hook, and start to surrender to spiritual truth. So if you're having a really difficult time surrendering to spiritual truth relative to your dark masculine man, if you're having a hard time surrendering to spiritual truth relative to money, then it's worth it to you to immerse yourself in affirmations, prayers, audios, uh, mantras, other human beings, groups of people, spiritual passages, spiritual text, artwork, yantras, symbols, candle magic, honey jars, anything that will align you with spiritual truth, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. It helps to also have a, a coach or a mentor who can who can keep you on track, who can help you, one, to distinguish between higher consciousness and lower consciousness or wounded consciousness. And not only that, but can help you to begin to trust your higher knowing help you to begin to attune with your higher knowing. It helps to have someone support you in that way. And that's what I'm here to do. For those of you who choose me as your coach or mentor, that's what I'm here to do. To help you to abide in higher knowing and spiritual truth. Just hearing my voice, listening to this podcast episode, over and over and over again can help you to abide in spiritual truth, to trust spiritual truth, to let go of your resistance and surrender to spiritual truth. So I'm going to leave you with this. Any thought that says you're ugly, you're stupid, you're worthless, you're pathetic, you can't do anything right. You know, nobody values you. Nobody wants to pay you. Those that That's not higher consciousness. I'm telling you that right now. It is not higher consciousness. Now, again, you don't have to get rid of those thoughts. You don't have to feel bad that you're thinking those thoughts. You don't have to feel ashamed that you're thinking those thoughts. You don't have to feel like you're failing because you're thinking those thoughts. Those thoughts will always be there. Okay. They're going to be there for quite some time. But you always want to ask yourself, what does my higher self have to say in regards to this situation, in regards to this relationship, in regards to my bank account, in regards to my business, in regards to my employment? What does my higher consciousness have to say about this? And listen and trust and, and act, take action in accordance with higher consciousness. That's the work. That's the work.
So even in regards to money, when you say an affirmation like, I am so happy and grateful that $555, and I'm just throwing in a, a, a random amount. You could choose whatever number that you want to choose, whatever amount that you can get behind is mine today. The way that I worded it on Instagram and Facebook was thank you, Mother, Father, God, because that's that's my favorite way of saying it, that the thank you, uh, it just it just opens up portals. It opens up portals like that. That appreciation is so high frequency that it just like it lifts you up out of victimhood, out of unworthiness, out of I can't have, you know, it just like thank you is so like just th those two words. Thank you is so powerful. So when you start with thank you, mother, father, God, so your higher consciousness, your higher masculine and feminine consciousness, okay, it's not separate from you, it is you. Thank you, mother, father, God, for blessing me with $555 or more today, or whatever dollar amount or euro or pound you want to put in there. When you say that over and over again, what's going to happen is your, your wounded parts, they're going to put up a fight. They're going to say, that's some bullshit. That's not going to happen. They're not going to pay me. They're going to fight. And that's okay. Let them fight. Let them have their say. Let them vent. Let them scream. Let them carry on. But understand that is not higher consciousness. Your higher consciousness knows that all the money in the universe is available to you now. It is. It is. It just takes time to, to trust. It takes time to surrender. It's like it's like doing yoga. You know, if 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 you haven't done yoga in a long time and you can't do the splits or you've never been able to do the splits, like you're not going to do the splits on day one without seriously injuring yourself. But if you practice every day, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and you're patient with yourself, eventually you will do the splits or you'll come really, really close to doing the splits depending on your body type so it's the same thing like this is spiritual yoga prayer is, is spiritual yoga affirmation spiritual yoga being in the presence of someone who abides in higher consciousness is is, is that's going to open you up that's going to expand you but yes the lower parts of you are going to fight they're going to resist even when you're in the presence of someone with higher consciousness they're going to fight even more So understand that just because they're fighting, that doesn't mean that that what higher consciousness is saying isn't true. It just means that you're resistant to it because you've been so hurt. You've been so wounded for so long that you're just, you're just like, I can't, I, I can't trust this because like, what's the point? If I trust it, I'm just going to be hurt again. I'm just going to be disappointed again. So why should I trust my higher consciousness? And it's understandable. It's understandable that the hurt little child is going to say that. It's understandable that the hurt little child doesn't want to trust that that the pain's going to come to an end because the pain didn't come to an end when you were a hurt little child. The pain just continued and nobody protected you. So now you got to be the parent. You got you to gotta allow your higher consciousness to have their say, 
to have its say, to bring the light of higher consciousness to your experience, to your 3D experience. And it takes time, it takes practice, it takes trust, it takes surrender, it takes commitment, it takes diligence, it takes doing everything you can to, to align yourself with thoughts, words, ideas, people, coaches, mentors, music, art, dance, spiritual text that supports you in surrendering to higher knowing. That's what it's going to take to lift yourself out of the consciousness of unworthiness, rejection, abandonment. My life sucks. My dark masculine man doesn't give a fuck about me. I can never make the money that I want. It, it, it takes surrendering to higher knowing to lift yourself out of a, 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 a lower frequency into a higher frequency. So that's what I have to say about that. Let me just check and see if there's any more questions that came up. There is one more that someone just put on my page. Let me just see what it's saying here. It says, yes, how do you recognize it's a spell in the midst of it when you're fully in the emotion of believing the rejection story? Also, if this spell has been there since childhood, is it really possible to get over it permanently or does it always come back? So that's two questions. So I'm going to answer both of them. How do you recognize it's a spell in the midst of it when you're fully in the emotion of believing the rejection? So I, I actually answered that already. You've, you've got to recognize the difference between your higher self and the wounded parts of you. So the your, your higher self would never tell you a rejection story. That your higher self would never tell you that you're being rejected. It would never tell you that. It would never fucking tell you that because it's not true. Fundamentally, it's not true. Your higher self knows that their higher self would never reject you. Okay, so that's that's how you know that. Okay, if if it's if I'm thinking rejection, abandonment, he doesn't want me. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not listening to my higher consciousness. I've tuned it out. I don't trust it. Because my higher consciousness, if I was to listen to it, it would never tell me a story of rejection. Okay, so that's the first part. The second question, if this spell has been there since childhood, is it really possible to get over it permanently? Or does it always come back? It will try to come back for sure. It will keep trying to come back. But the more that you abide in spiritual truth and higher consciousness, the more that you allow your, your crown chakra, the chakras above that to, to, to permeate through your entire body, the more you become illumined, the more you become Christ-like. And, and yes, eventually you, you will get to a point where uh, these these stories of rejection and abandonment and not enough and ugly and stupid and all of that they they just like they they won't they, you'll have compassion for those voices but you won't believe any of it you'll know that it's just not true 
And then eventually it, it, it just, it won't even, you won't even hear those words anymore because all of you, all parts of you will be in alignment with your higher knowing. So eventually, yes, it, it you will heal it permanently, but it, it <laughs> this isn't going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight because this, this, this took years, like it, it took years for you to take on these beliefs of rejection and abandonment and unworthiness. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you're diligent, if you're persistent, if you're committed to your healing, if you're committed to aligning with spiritual truth, then yes, it can be permanent. You can permanently heal yourself of this. Again, it helps to have support because trying to do this on your own, while it is possible, is very, very, very difficult and it just prolongs the process. So it helps to have support. It helps to have a coach, a mentor, a therapist who understands higher consciousness. It helps to read spiritual texts. It helps to read books that are in alignment with higher consciousness. And there's so many wonderful authors that, that are in alignment with higher consciousness. Some of my favorites are Joseph Murphy, Catherine Ponder, Florence Gobble Shin, and there are others. You know, if, if you start to look at, if you research um, Christian mysticism, new thought, You will find you will find books, authors, audios that are in alignment with higher knowing, and you have to immerse yourself in it. It's available for free on YouTube. <laughs> it's free if you have YouTube. It's free. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse to stay stuck in lower consciousness. There's no excuse. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you would like further support, reach out to me. And um, I would love to help you to surrender to your higher knowing. Ciao.